While Judge Norcross was putting another life sentence behind him, Holyoke Patrolman Alex Torricelli was stuck in traffic, late for roll call, and having the worst day of his life. He strained his thick neck to peer over the backed-up cars. What was the problem? Construction again? Some pile-up? Alex had been a police officer for eight years, happily married for the last five. He was crazy about his wife, Janice, but for reasons that were beyond him now, he had celebrated the Columbus Day holiday yesterday with a full-hearty tumble at the Motel 6 in Deerfield, the first and only time he had swerved on his wife. And somehow, he couldn't figure out how, Janice immediately knew what was up. In thirty sick-making seconds during this morning's breakfast, she'd managed to tip over the entire well-rehearsed load of bullshit he tried to dump on her. Groaning, he tried again to see what was causing the traffic. Forget this, Alex thought. Try a shortcut. He lunged into the oncoming lane, made a flagrantly illegal U-turn, and gunned it. A half mile through the broken-down flats and then a left, a roundabout route, but it might save him two days' suspension without pay. While he drove, scenes from the morning's horror movie replayed in his mind. His wife's furious face as she pegged a jar of grape jelly at him, the crash of the kitchen clock hitting the floor, the looping image of his pathetic self dodging shoes and crockery, begging her not to go, admitting in two languages that he was the Duke of Dipshits. Everything he really cared about down the drain, all because of his own unbelievable stupidity. Now they were going to tear off a piece of his ass for missing roll call, and he couldn't even tell the shift commander the real reason he was late. It didn't help that his older brother, Tony, would bust a gut laughing about this. A law school grad with all the family brains and good looks, Tony enjoyed boasting nonstop about the many women he'd shagged behind Cindy's back and the stupendous ejaculations he enjoyed on his junkets to Vegas. He never got caught, the prick. The traffic thinned out on the back streets, and as Alex pulled through an intersection, his eyes began automatically skimming boarded-up storefronts, checking out groups of guys in low-slung, oversized pants with pockets that were way too bulgy. Their gang colors displayed in red and white chokers or yellow and black wristbands. Down the block, somebody was leaning over, talking to a couple of white guys in a silver Mercedes with New York tags. Might stop and say howdy if he weren't so rushed. Whoa, who's this bozo? Alex muttered. Half a block up, a gray Nissan stanza popped out the wrong way from a one-way side street. Skinny little Puerto Rican driving. A big bite out of the rear window and dirt all over the plate. Somebody in the back? Who might these pinwheels be? The traffic on his police radio had been so blah, Alex had barely listened. But now he sat up straight, reported drive-by, walnut and high. Male and female subjects down. Suspected vehicle, a dark blue or gray sedan, possibly a Jap import, Driver and at least one passenger, one or both armed. Shooter may have an automatic weapon, possible AK-47 or M-16. Alex sped up and leaned forward to get a look through the Nissan's chewed-out back window. Definitely something shadowy shifting around back there. The Nissan slowed, and the backseat passenger jumped out near the Elm Street projects. What the fuck? 
Alex registered time and location. Passenger, probably Hispanic, male, 20s. Medium height or better, well-built, broad shoulders, black jeans, and black or navy hooded sweatshirt. Hood up. A crumpled-down Vanagon cut in, blocking Alex's view of the Nissan. The Hispanic guy was double-timing down the alley, hugging his arms against his chest like he was carrying something under the sweatshirt. No point trying to chase him. The Nissan was taking off. Okay, Paco, Alex said. Let's see where this party is. He punched the accelerator, squirted around the Vanagon, and nosed in behind the Nissan. Let's get up close and personal. He pressed in behind to a...